was never about money for us. It was about us against the system. That system that kills the human spirit. We stand for something. To those dead souls inching along the freeways in their metal coffins, we show them that the human spirit is still alive. Welcome to the show. God dang. <laughs> um, I'm Rob, and I have with me Arlo and Cousin Johnny, and we're about to break down this week in sports and give you some picks and let you know who's a little closer to uh, doing the old tuna shot, which is me. And that's why I open the show with so much disdain in my voice. How bad is it? I ain't even it's not that I, bad. It's not that it's bad. Not really not. You only got it. He's only got a two-game lead. I had a decent weekend last weekend, but the two weekends before they got was you. They got not. you back. They got you back even. Plus, I had a hell of a pick on my upset this past you weekend. You did, man. You did. Yeah. Yeah, you pulled that one straight on out to the old colonic well, I area. Mean, you know, it's always good for me to – I got to make up for picking a damn tennis match at the beginning of this season. <laughs> well, whip its ass, Arlo! I didn't get it. Fruit flies. I thought it's cold enough to kill all those by now. That's what my son said, too, about mosquitoes. Oh, yeah. Did get eat up going hunting? Yeah. There's yeah. a mosquito. Um, this – what we'll do um, – we got to do this real quick. On today's What the Florida. I almost smashed the wrong button, fellas. Madison County, Florida. Madison County Waffle House employee called 911 Monday. To report an attempted robbery, the suspect was unarmed and simply left after grabbing a handful of napkins, according to Madison County Sheriff's Office. MCSO identified Edward William Rodriguez as the assailant based on the video footage uh, and the witness descriptions. He entered the Waffle House and he just basically stuck his finger up like a gun. Like a gun, like a pistol, and grabbed a handful of napkins, and he left. That, that's it. And he they said, arrested him? He said, get on the ground, y'all are being robbed. And then he stated that he was high and drunk, and then he grabbed napkins, and he walked out. Just can't have a good time anymore. Because I got high. Because I got high. But so, here's my... Because I got high. They they did apprehend him. He did not have a weapon. He he said that he raised where they saw on video where he raised his fingers in the shape of a gun. Um, local deputies uh, uh, they placed him under arrest without incident after he admitted to the crime. He was taken to Madison County on charges of unarmed robbery and assault. Fellas, I got questions on this one. If he didn't have a Let's the just let's back let's what back they could get him for was strong arm robbery. Let's because let's, it is the I, and I asked this question. The only reason I <laughs> thank know, God you know because I'm lost. I'm lost. This one. There's robbery and then there's strong arm robbery and then there's robbery with a firearm and then your ass is yeah yeah. So we I, I just asked because I knew her yeah and she hates when I was like a kid in school. I'd raise my hand and she'd be like, "What? What is it?" I was like, "Can you or?" 
can he explain the difference? And she's like, I'm so glad you asked because this is a teachable moment. I said, that's why I raised my hand. That's a great question. She said, and she broke it down. She said, robbery is you just steal something. Mm -hmm. She said, strong arm robbery is I, the owner of the property, perceive a threat from you, physical threat, either by an inanimate object or by your perceived, fist. Perceived. Object. All I have mm-hmm. to do is perceive that, and that is strong arm. And then he, she said, and then it doesn't take a genius. And then there's armed robbery. Armed robbery is a weapon. So I guess that means like people walk in and they, they put their gun in their pocket of their jacket and then point it. It's strong Or their arm. finger, like yeah, a gun. Yeah. So that'd be, yeah. Um, if you're working at the Waffle House and you see some dude come in and point his finger at you and say, Get, that on, thing get on the ground. I'm, yeah, that's the first question I'm asking. But are you are you going to take them serious? Because you because look, you're in Florida for one. <laughs> you're working at a you're working waffle. at a Waffle House in Florida is is the next thing. So are you not able to differentiate when there's like a real situation going on? Or I don't know, dude. I but, just but you also but let, let's put this in perspective with me doing the work-based learning stuff that I used to with the kids having to go, you know, leave school, get school credit for going to work. Waffle House is the only employment application that asks you last grade completed, and it starts at K. Are it you does. serious? It does. Yes. They that's used wild. to print them on the, they, put them on the table. Yeah. yeah. I, have, I had a few of those laminated that I kept up. I, that's, I never knew that. Because a lot yeah. of those will ask you, you know, did you graduate high school? No, yeah. last grade completed, you can write it in. Yeah. No, this one had it where you had to bubble it. circle You it had sometimes. to circle it, and it started at K. Yeah. I, you know, and, 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 and let me say this. I freaking love the Waffle House, and I ain't busting on anybody that works in one because y'all work way harder than I do uh, on the weekends for sure. So, um, And the other thing, too, with the Waffle House, uh, where, where's the best place to go after you've been out drinking to eat? There's not one. There's not a better place to go. No. Yeah, or you've been coaching you a softball it. tournament and it get, the sprinklers go off on a Saturday and you don't finish till Sunday morning at 1 a.m. I mean, the crystal will turn you away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, it's time for you to go. No more chili puffs for and you. And we roll in like, they're like, where the hell have y'all been? 20 what does it look like, motherfucker? <laughs> I'm orange. I've been on a baseball team. <laughs> oh, my God. So, yeah, so this cat, he went to jail uh, for uh, unarmed robbery. Uh, just stealing some napkins, stealing some napkins. And I had, uh, and I know I said this story before. Um, I knew somebody that worked at a bank and they were opening and some guy kind of comes lurking in at the very beginning of the day. And when, when they're counting their money, getting their drawer ready to start the the day of business, the guy jumps up on the count. He's first, he walks in and says he's going to rob them. And then he jumps up on the counter and grabs a handful of money and runs out the door. Well, it all happened so quick. Nobody really got scared. They actually thought it was somebody playing a prank on them. But he got away with three hundred dollars. He he grabbed three uh, straps of hundreds, and they found him in Old Somerville Park in a garage crying because he knew he was about to go to prison for the rest <laughs> of his life, and he only stole three hundred dollars. So poor bastard. Yeah. So we got uh, we got a few things to talk about uh, as far as the sports worlds go, a sporting world goes. One thing, I know everybody's probably seen this, uh, and and I know I sent it to you guys. The um, the Adam Johnson situation, the hockey player, uh, the, he used to be a Pittsburgh Penguin, 29 years old. He was playing hockey over in England. And for what what is being called a freak accident, uh, 
he he collided with another with another player from another team and he suffered uh, a laceration across his throat cut his main artery and he bled out bled to death uh if you've seen the video it's horrendous the more you go back and you play that video over and over and over um the other i hate to just really i'm just going to say what i see and what i've read um the opposing player uh was uh matt petgrave he has a history of playing super dirty like being a really dirty hockey player and so when you watch the video over and over he looks to like when he's going in um they're going for the puck and he gets hit but when he gets hit he kind of donkey kicks his leg back towards uh, Johnson, who's standing there, and he kicks him right in the throat. And when he kicks him, uh, Johnson falls down, and then um, you see like it's just immediate gush of blood like coming out of his neck. And then like they they go, the official goes over, picks him up, and he starts trying to get him to the sidelines. The front of his jersey is just co- it's covered in blood, and blood's just like gushing out of this guy all over. Uh, and he actually he did succumb to his injuries in the hospital and and died. So a lot of people are like really really upset about this whole situation and this guy. Um, of course they want to say it's a freak accident and nobody intended to, you know, cause anybody to die. But if you go back and you look at some of the the antics that uh, Petgrave has had on the ice, and it's kind of his signature calling. He's just a dirty player, but he um, there's a video that surfaced from 10 years ago of him playing of, of Petgrave doing the exact same thing, trying to kick somebody with his skate the after hell? contact. So he's known to, to kind of be a little careless with, uh, I guess with his feet when he gets contact or whatever, but I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. How can you be careless with your feet and your skater? You can't dude. You I can't was about to say you can't. It's like saying, you know, if Greg Maddox wanted to hit you with a baseball, he, he could, he could unbuckle your belt with baseball because he's been doing it his whole life. So what they're, they're wanting it to look like it's an accident. They're talking about it being an accident. It's a freak accident. There's a big thing that's came up where if they're going to require NHL guys to wear that Kevlar uh, thing over the, like a neck guard, the players don't want it. They fought for years to get these guys to wear helmets. Yeah. And then face shields and, fa- and then face shields. And that was a big thing. Like anyone wear face shields. I want to eat corn through a picket. They're piece. never going to get <laughs> they, they're never going to get these guys to wear this thing. Never. They highly recommend it. I guess, you know, probably in your, they probably all got a piece of paper in their inbox where they had to sign, sign a, a waiver. Yeah. Um, but it just doesn't look good, man. It looks terrible. This guy, 29 years old, um, had a family. Um, and he just, man, he died doing what he loved. But, man, that's a, that's a hell of a way to go. A hell of a way to go. And do, you th- I was, do you think anything will come of the investigation? They're investi- this being investigated. Like they are investigating it. The Bobbies are on it. Scotland Yard is on the case. The, the other thing I was talking to you guys about. Shrimp I'll, on the Bobbie. That's Australian people, Cousin Johnny. Sorry. How, what, percentage, what, what percentage is that? They have He's hockey delirious. over there. Nine, they have hockey over there. It's nine percentage. Nine <laughs> percentage. You only had four and a half. But we were talking before this thing got started, and there was an incident uh, a few it was, it was years back where a guy had got knocked into the the goalie's box. The goalie was down trying to block the puck, 
and he did catch a he catch he caught a skate in the neck and this guy I mean it injured him bad it could have it could have been a lot worse that yes looked like an injury like a, a mistake a you know a mishap this one uh like dude is like donkey kicking crane kicking trying to kick somebody uh if you watch the video That's you can make good. your own assumption about it but uh it's it's horrendous to to way it all shook out. And uh, and I hate it. That dude passed away. So, uh, also passing away, Bobby Knight gone. I saw that. Bobby Knight passed away. Do One of think, the meanest, you, greatest coaches of college basketball. Will, will of they all follow time. through with what he said? I hope so. Because you know when he gave that speech, <laughs> when my time on this earth has come and passed, I pray they bury me face down so my critics can kiss my ass. There's gonna be I a long so. line of ass kissers. <laughs> so. I think one of the best videos with him, of course, everybody knows him throwing the chair or whatever, but one of the best videos was he talks about when he's coaching the dream team. And uh, he said Michael Jordan had pretty much a perfect half. He said he went there and ripped him. He He's like, how am I going to get these guys fired up to come back and even play the second half? I don't even know what to do. He went like, in there and ripped He Jordan. just started ripping into Jordan, like just tearing into him. And Jordan had literally played a perfect half of basketball. So, I mean, you saying that makes me think back. When I was coaching basketball, <clears throat> the lady that I was coaching with, phenomenal coach, all right, she – we – the year before, we played Greater Atlanta Christian, and we got beat 72 to 18, okay? Like they – Wait a minute. Yes, 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 yes. It's just like that, yes. this school went 70, across the yes, state line. 72 <laughs> to 18. But we go back the next year in the Sweet 16, and guess who we get to play again? Greater Atlanta Christian. We're up on them at half by 10. This lady stops us. She's the head coach. She stops me and the assistant at the door, and she goes, guys, y'all got to give me something. She goes, I, we have played perfect. We have no turnovers. We're ruling the boards. I mean, we're doing fantastic. She goes, I got to do something. And I was like, what? She goes, Agan, go get me a cup of water. And I was like, oh, okay. So I go get her a cup of water thinking she needs to get a drink of water. I, that was my job as the assistant. Yeah. We go walking in the, in the locker room, and she walks up, and she's smiling, and she's looking at the girls, and she goes, all right. Y'all proud of yourself? Pretty good half, huh? Yeah. That ain't worth shit. And then throws the water all over them and just lashes into them. And I remember I'm standing behind them, and I had my hand over my mouth, and the other assistant is biting a towel because we're rolling. Yeah. Because it's all an act. Yeah. And she gets through. Her face is red. She looks pissed. And she walks by us, and she looks up and winks, and she goes, ah, that should work. Yeah. And sure enough, I mean, we went out and just Did he win? We, yeah, we, yeah, we closed it out. God Almighty! To the point that was when Brian Jordan's uh, daughter was playing at the time. He came over and was just bragging on the coach, yeah. just saying how much he loved watching her play and loved the intensity and everything else. He goes, "Man, I wish y'all were closer. I'd love for my daughter to play for you." And he's like, "Remember last time we played y'all? <laughs> she dropped fifty. No, but yeah. what was the, Jordan said something after that? Didn't he? He he kind of knew." Yeah, he said they inter. If it's it's one of those interviews, if I'm not mistaken, it's kind of like when they interviewed um, Rick when they offered Rick the UGA job, and he told Vince Dooley, "He goes, I don't know, I'll have to call you back." <laughs> and so then they interviewed, so they, they cut to Dooley, and Dooley's like, "He told me he would call me back," and he cuts to Bobby Bowden, Bobby Bowden goes, and he called me and said, "I told him I was going to let him wait," and he said, "Mark, are you stupid? It's the University of Georgia. Call him back." <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, it was it one was of those back and forth. Yeah. yeah. So it was Jordan was like, "Oh, I knew immediately that that, that was not me." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He said, "I knew immediately what was going on." So, but uh, yeah, man, Bobby Knott, he was a 
he was a hell of a basketball coach. And in today's soft society that we live in, uh, he probably would have made it two weeks. Uh, two weeks. That was the only thing that I liked about that movie, Blue Chips. Is you know Nick Nolte to get ready for it sat on the bench in Indiana for a month and just shadowed Bobby Knight. Yeah, and that's kind of who he wanted to be. Like that's what he made his character look like. But you, you, all of his critics really can kiss his ass. Yeah. You know what his graduation rate was at every school? It was good, eighty five percent. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was. Yeah, he cared about those kids. I mean, he treated. I mean, man, he treated, he was, them, like treated them hard, dude. Yeah. But yeah. my thing but is, is that tough they love, mm-hmm. except that one pricking. That got him out of Indiana. Yep, the one, yep. the one that couldn't take the pressure. And, and, and it's too bad like they Mike Leach, an old dickhead son. If it would have been a transfer portal back then, he <laughs> probably would have been. He would have stayed at Indiana forever. Probably yeah. never would have been going anywhere no. else. So you're right. Um, you said Nick Nolte. I don't know why I get Nick Nolte and Gary Busey confused. <laughs> like well, when they, they both, get going. They <laughs> but that, that I sent y'all the one where Gary Busey's holding that pumpkin. Oh, God. I couldn't tell a difference. But must mouth. That is not English. Buttered sausage. I don't like buttered sausage. And that guy's like, what? Mr. Busey, we're not even talking about, but I hate it. I hate buttered sausage. We're not even talking about buttered sausage. Anyway, so, so yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's crazy. So, uh, what's going on over there in, uh, the old, uh, Michigan, uh, Michigan, uh, area. Okay. With so a hairball. What I saw today. Hairball. Central Michigan, McIlwain is there. I didn't know where he had landed. I didn't either. So McIlwain is the head coach at Central Michigan. Supposedly, there is photographic and video evidence of someone that looks damn near identical to old boy from Michigan on Central Michigan sideline when they play somebody I can't, that Michigan was about to play. Michigan State. So okay. Central Michigan's playing Michigan State. Old boys in full Central Michigan gear. And they, in the press conference I saw, you could tell McElwain has no idea. Like, he is like, I don't know where that motherfucker come from. Yeah. I don't know how he got down there. They're going back and they're checking passes. Yeah. If they can prove that's him, holy hell. Do you think Michigan will get a death, the death sentence no, on this no, thing? No. Alabama ever, didn't get the death penalty yeah, in the true. early 2000s. They'll, and I think the NCAA will never issue that again because they killed SMU. SMU, yeah, yeah. they did. Man, you, did you think about it, though? And this is the same guy we talked about on the last episode that, that they had said that they had purchased 30, maybe 30-plus 30 plane tickets for this cat. To travel to different games? What's that? He's either had some perfume on or you got some fruity shit in that refrigerator. That's a fruity-ass beer right there, so I didn't drink it. I don't think it's fruity. <laughs> I don't think it is. I don't know. You need to wash your mouth. Maybe maybe that's a little bit of the scent of the sugar from my girlfriend. Oh, Lord Jesus. That's exactly Lord, what it smells Lord like. Lord Jesus, you done ruined another koozie. That damn smell <laughs> like lipstick. I done put that up in my mouth and tastes like I was licking on a tube of lipstick. From the bitches. But, anyway, but yeah, 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 he's like 30 plus games that's been so flown here's to. So here's my thing. Nobody wants to like acknowledge this. He does not. I don't see how Harbaugh survives this. Yeah. They've already taken the contract extension off right. the table, which is a good. Fa- I think that's more press than anything. What they're going to have to do is they're going to have to get out in front of this. They're going to have to distance themselves. You talk about wag the dog or something, whatever. 
They're going to have to call Clinton and get their playbook or something. You have got to bomb Slovakia to get them off your ass. Yeah. Because right now, he's not making – he's not surviving this. So, but my, All right, no. so conspiracy theory here. Let's go with what we had talked about several weeks ago about Mel Tucker. Are they using this as a reason to get rid of him? Who are you going to get? That's my answer. That's, but my it, but that's the problem. Michigan always thinks that they are or the pinnacle of are. what everybody else should. Right. So they go, they're always going to think somebody's going to want to come coach, here. Who's the hot coach, though? Who's the hot coach? Dion? There's not, not one. No, there. he he couldn't go anywhere right now. I'm I'm sorry. Like, he's kind of – He's stuck that, for that thing, about two or That three thing's years. folding up on him this season. Um, and I'm glad you brought that up. I got something to bring up about that, too. I don't see – I don't know what the – what's your – What's the power play? They've There's nobody have, there. But they've got to have somebody. I guarantee they've got somebody USC's in mind. coach. It doesn't mean that it's somebody. Well, it doesn't mean that it's somebody that we think that's out there. It could, it's somebody who they want. Michigan well, is saying, real big right on now, wanting somebody that's tied to the to the blue and gold. That's what they're going to want. Of course, dickhead from that's at USC. He's not He's not a Michigan guy, no. is he? No. No. There's not. It's almost like those morons. Fire Saban. Well, those, fire, yeah, fire, those are the same dumbasses. Those are the same dumbasses. <laughs> in Tennessee, yeah, in Alabama that won't save and fire. Won't it? Well, by God, he coached for Bear. Well, they're all dead now. Yeah, yeah. Eventually, the blue and gold's gonna have to step outside. What I would love, I would so love this. It would be like I could die a happy man, short of Tennessee getting the death penalty for football. That I, I, if. Dickhead at Penn State got the Michigan job. Oh my God, yeah. Franklin. Yeah, because he wouldn't succeed. No, I I don't understand why they that you know it's like if Michigan and Ohio State didn't rob each other's states for each other's talent, and there was one school there, man, that school would be unbeatable. Oh yeah, I mean it would be unbeatable. Well, it's like Oklahoma, Oklahoma State. And um, Texas, all they were all They're fighting all, over the ki- same kids. Yeah. Oklahoma for years just and Nebraska. Paid, I'm sorry, in Nebraska paid them all, paid yeah. them under the table. Boosters money, probably. I mean, it's but yeah, it, it's it's odd to see how all that that that's going to shake out because we didn't even talked about it too, and, and I don't think you did. I don't think you said that uh, the the NFL is saying that Harbaugh is not even going to be if he's under investigation. I read an article that said that the NFL as an entity will block. His hiring as a head coach. Yeah. Pete Carroll got out ahead of his. Yeah. And he was hired by the Seahawks. Harbaugh stayed one year too long. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. But if he doesn't, but like you said, if he's not willing to kind of eat a little crow and get out in front of it, he, he loses he'll never Ohio do that. State, they'll fire him. He'll, yeah, he's he's going he's gone this and he year. He will. He's gone and this he year. But they're, number, but they're at number two. Like they're no wait three number three in the playoffs. So it's us oh. and Michigan right now. Yeah. if shit shakes out. Yeah, I, I won't be upset if Michigan beats Ohio State. To be honest with you. Oh, I don't. I wouldn't. But either. I don't see it happening. I don't either. It ain't happening. Um, and then let's we'll talk about that in a second. But what about Colorado going to play? Was it UCLA they just played at? Uh, hold on, I'll tell you. And they they got they go in there with all that flashy jewelry, all this. Next oh, wife. somebody stole some they, shit. They, he was showing his watch. They off. cleaned the whole locker room out. Stole all their jewelry. Somebody went in there and stole all the jewelry from uh, from the players. 
And yeah, you, it was UCLA. And you know what? Shame on Dion, man. He should have told them not to take that shit in there. They, he knows better. He knows better. Not only did they get their stuff stole, but he puts their life in jeopardy with them traveling around in the, in certain areas of California wearing all that stuff. You know, it's just well, the good that's news dumb. is that was dumb. They ain't no, they're not, they ain't going nowhere after that week. No, to be robbed. Well, you really why? I didn't realize that Ohio State leapfrogged Georgia. Yeah, Ohio State strength won. of schedule. Yeah. Yeah. Strength of schedule, which it is. Because the SEC is not what it was uh, this year. It is really the strength of schedule, even though I saw a great thing, and it wasn't Feinbaum. Everybody's pissed at Feinbaum because he's been uh, on the Georgia bandwagon. Somebody said, it may have been Joel Clatter, the guy that's got the old school glasses. I can't think of his name. One of them said you wanted to shit on them because South Carolina, they were behind. Uh, You wanted to shit on them. They named a couple other games. But Kentucky rolls in, and they've been averaging 254 yards rushing, and they get 54 yards rushing. You want to shit on them, Florida's comes out, marches down the field and mm-hmm. scores, and then they blew their wad. Yeah. But they beat Tennessee. And everybody said, even the guy from Missouri said, you don't want to peak early. This is the time you want your stuff to get That's in That's exactly line. right. You go with the hot. I mean, you, the team with the hot hand here at the end of the year. So, and and I and I'll say this too. Like I, I feel like we have righted a bunch of wrongs, and we're still going to make some dumb. And there's still going to be some dumb things that goes on out there on the field. It's just that's just football. It's what happens. But I mean, I feel like we are getting to a point to where things are clicking. Oh yeah, culturally too. I saw a clip today. They had. It was one of the, I guess it was like the university's film room had kind of let this little teachable moment come out. And he's talking to one of those big ass offensive linemen where his, his forehead's hitting him in the titties. Um, he's like, Hey, and he, that in the Florida game where that fucking lineman come out and crack blocked that wide receiver, <laughs> he said, he cleated him. He said, why can't you do that? Because you're just as good. You're just as fast. That's what I want you to do. Now you can go around the rest of your life and be average and just do what you want to do. But you've got that gear in you, so do it. That's what I want to that's what I want out of you. And I'm like, if he's that's the that's the cultural difference. Mm-hmm. And it goes back to a Bobby Knight kind of situation. They they're the whatever Tate Ratledge's podcast is, they had the kid that transferred from um Missouri and said that the number one defense was out there and the offense was having to run a script, and they were running tunnel screens, and it was going to the right. It said that he reversed field, and he said before he got to the numbers, he said Kirby had, had grabbed him. That ain't the play. <laughs> <laughs> Coach, I've been getting killed in the backfield. I ain't running. You, you sit me down if you want to. I'm not getting hit again, basically. Is what he told yeah. I mean, that, that's it. That's like the whole different culture. I mean, it's – you're going to do it right, or you're, you're not, you're gonna not going to do it at all. And I saw Tate, and everybody's giving Tate a hard time because he did. He got he rested on his laurels in high school. He said that when he – I didn't know this, but when they're giving recruits to show around, he said first thing he asked them, where are you from? What's your high school program? What do they do? What's the average practice? You don't want to come here. You don't. No. You, you need to find somewhere else to go. He said, I'll just flat out tell them. If you're not willing – to literally pour yourself into a cup at the end of the day, this is not the school for you because yeah. it's that whole – it's almost that 
they're going to find something to break you. And and Tate said, I hate sweating unless I'm working. He said, now, if I'm standing in line and I sweat, somebody's getting punched. <laughs> he said, but if I'm working out, if I'm doing drills, I'm okay. He said, there's, and then he stopped. And we always, there's another guy I talked with, always said the reason they got so many damn speeding tickets is you're trying to get the fuck away from the practice field. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No kidding. Yeah. I mean, it's like, it's a war of attrition. It out is. There. And that's what nobody understands. Like, And I think Shane Beamer said it best last year. What you don't understand is the backups, backups are five stars. You know, it's not, not technically reloading You've got the talent. You've got they want the mindset. They're a tier one. They're looking for a tier one operator in that position. Are you tier one? If you're not tier one, you'll give the guy in front of you a blow. Mm-hmm. I don't I just I don't know, man. It, it's different. It's a different and it's different from he's got a little bit of irk in him. He's the player's coach. He really is, because he's been there. Yeah. He's played there, he's sweat there, he's bled there. But he's got the the mental tenacity of like a Saban because he's followed Saban around. So I think it's the best of both worlds. He cares about his players like Rick did. Yeah. Um, but, but he's he, got that fire in him. He's like got that hurt Russell. I mean, like there's there's no settling Saban. There is no settling. And then what a huge difference McConkey makes coming back. I mean, man, he's he's, he's an back. X factor. Yeah, he's like X factor. And if you and you think about with him and Bowers on the field at the same time, you know, if that man as that's uh, I hope that's we hard to, to stop, dude. I just don't know if we will. What about Delp? He, wow. We knew he. We knew why he was recorded, recorded, recruited. He showed why he was recruited. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Saturday. Yeah. And that that freshman number seven, he didn't get any touches. But I'm gonna tell you something. Whoever the tight ends coach, that he needs a new contract, and they need to they need to lock his ass down, because not only can them boys block, and I mean block well. Yeah. They know how to run a route like yeah. a wide receiver. Yeah. He'll be probably. They'll somehow coax him out of college, can be a tight end coach in the NFL. Yeah, but and and and, and I, this was again, my argument. Why would you when, leave? Why? My argument when uh, the OC last year left. My argument was he's been in the NFL. He's he's just won two national championships. Unless he just wants to try to go win a Super Bowl, a Super Bowl, it would have to be the right team under the right circumstances for me to right leave. Team. I don't either. I don't either. I think he's probably regretting making that decision. I do too. Because they're they're not starting out like they. No. Who did he thing. go to? Baltimore, didn't yeah. he? I thought he went to uh, Jacksonville. Oh, I don't know. Maybe. I don't remember. Let me look. But anyway, I, my thing is kind of like Saban. Saban scratched the NFL itch and realized real quick I can't motivate them boys and yeah. had to come back. I just I don't know. I You're think, right. It's Baltimore. I think you just man. You gotta you. You found your niche, like I, that strength and conditioning coach that they—he's got eight national championships. <laughs> eight, eight. He won five or six with Alabama, and he's won two oh, with Georgia. The one that had to take a year off for beating up his wife. I don't care if he's won eight <laughs> national championships; he's beat shit out of her. Apparently, he has. So he's got a little pent up aggression. <laughs> But yeah, so I think college football's—it's it, uh, it, definitely the cream's rising to the top. Or the shit. This is the, at the best bottom. time of the year. It though. is. It yeah. is. And think about though, the previous two years, dude, you had slobber knocker games 
about every other week or every two weeks. Now it is, it's kind of like baseball playoff time. Yeah. Who's yeah. going to be, who's got the hot hand? Yeah. And that's what you want, though, man. That's what you, that's why you sweat in the summertime. That's right. And speaking so of, you can freeze your nuts off in the winter. Speaking, <laughs> hey, speaking of who does not have the hot hand, it's my weekly uh, Desmond Ritter rant. Um, I just saw a stat where he's got three interceptions, I think, seven fumbles. He leads the NFL in uh, turnovers. Well, that's why he got to watch and, from the sidelines. And he the finally got benched, uh, and then uh, Heine came in, and he did his thing, man. Like, he, they had a great second half. Mm-hmm. Actually, you know, the guy would have caught the pass that hit him right in his hands. Um, they they could have potentially carried that drive on and, and won that game. But now, Heineke's going to start. Desmond Ritter's on the bench. Um the coach is something's wrong with our coach, man. That guy's like he seems to be like so defensive of any question anybody asks him. Like he's just got a like he's got an anxiety about talking to the media. Like he just really, you know what they're going to ask him. You know, you know what you know the questions that are coming. Yeah, and he just like I, I don't know if we even give Ritter another shot at trying to be a starter. I don't see. I don't reason. see why. I don't see a reason. And I don't think that there's a guy that came up through college that went into the NFL that was so damn bad. Like I can't remember any. Ryan I Leaf. Think, I don't even think Ryan Leaf was that damn bad. He had a know. mental breakdown. He did. He, he had a John Rocker moment and just yeah. didn't find his groove again. Yeah. I but I don't. I can't think of a quarterback that's just came into the league and been. Been like, hey, this is our starter. This is our it's QB one right here, and just been absolutely terrible, like terrible, lost. Like he's just it's moving just too learned. Fast. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It is. It's moving way too fast for him. And I I don't know if he'll ever get his confidence back. To, he to, needs to go not with that team. He's going to, have to go somewhere else. <laughs> he needs to go somewhere and to the sit. XFL. <laughs> well, I was going to say he needs to sit behind somebody that has a good work ethic, but there's not many of them left. Yeah. Not like it used to be. And I hate it. We lost Grady Jared for the rest of the season with a knee. We that's a huge loss. Um I don't know, man. It's just gonna be one of them seasons, I think, where we won enough games to hurt us from getting a draft pick. Yep. I'm still saying we went in the division and we're going to the playoffs. Still gonna say it. He's hanging on, folks. I'm hanging on to it. Tuna shot. Tuna shot. Last what? story before the picks. World Series. Um, this will make you feel good. What was his name? Team? Uh, Tommy Pham. Yeah, Tommy Pham. Had, didn't know it. He didn't know it. His manager didn't know it. But he had an opportunity to go 5-for-5 five five in the World Series. No player in the history of the MLB has ever went 5-for-5 five five in the World Series. Ever. There's a bunch of people that went 4-for-4, four four and he joined that list. He was due up in the top of the ninth, or bottom of the ninth. I can't remember. And he went to his manager and said, let my boy... His last name's the same as the guy that wore the pearls in Peterson. Peterson, oh, yeah. yeah. He said, let Peterson take my bat. And he said, are you sure? And he Not said, Jock, because Tommy slapped the taste out of Jock's mouth over some fantasy football before a game last year. So it was not Jock Peterson. <laughs> but um, they kind of had – you could tell there was not a heated discussion, but he was like, are you are you serious? Like, you won't – he's like, yeah. He's been here with us. He may never get another at bat. We're down 3-0 at the time. And uh, he said, 
all right, man. And so he went over there, and Peterson said if he had known he was had an attempt to rec- break the record, he said, I wouldn't have went out there. And nobody knew it. That uh, fam didn't does not have social media, so his mom and his aunts and sisters started texting him. It's like, look, dumbass. And he's like, still wouldn't have changed my mind. It was Jace Peterson. That who he gave his at bat up for. So they're both journeymen in the in the majors. But, yeah. he, but he didn't. Fam didn't care. Nope. Nope. It wasn't, that wasn't what was important to him. And that's what he said. He goes, I still I still would have made the same decision if I'd have known I had a chance. He said because if I'd known I'd had a chance, I wouldn't have made it. Yeah. It's pretty incredible, man. That's pretty cool. selfless. It was. And you don't, play, you don't hear. Played, we don't hear enough of those stories anymore. No. And they had played together earlier in their career, so they knew each other from that. And then they had kind of become friends this year, just both, you know, telling stories about growing up. You know, kind of journeyman major league players. It was. It was a great story, man. It really was. It's a feel good story. Another story. Uh, the, the Texas Rangers wins the uh, pennant first time ever in the history of the ball club. Winning the World Series. Uh, and the cool thing was Will Smith, who pitched for the Braves uh, and won the World Series with the Braves that year, uh, like a middle reliever setup guy, it's his third World Series in a row with three different teams. Wow. So he's got three nice big fat rings. Well, Culberson got two sitting on the couch. We need to get uh, <laughs> we need to get Will Smith back in the lineup yeah, next year because God knows we need some pitching, so. But, yeah, the Rangers win the World Series. Uh, I think, what was it, a 3-4-1? They only had that one bad game. Arizona beat them 9-1. Yeah, so I think it was the the lowest-watched World Series in a very, very, very long time. And I love baseball. I didn't watch one game. I didn't either. Not one, so terrible. Um, Speaking of terrible. Let's do the pickles. (laughs) (laughs) I got smart this week. Texas. At home versus K-State. It's only a three-and-a-half point. It's not much of a spread. Not it's much not. there. But it's at Texas. I'm going Texas. Yeah, K- I'm, I'm going to go Texas, too. K-State. Oh, he's trying to, he's he's trying trying to make it he's up. He's trying now. to catch it up on one. He's swinging for the fences, fellas. Here's a Calling shit. Calling my shot, son. Here's a shit pick. Miami, NC State. Which Miami team's going to show up? I'm God, going, this is one of those, like, it took me a long time to even find this game to do any research. They were hiding this game. You I'm, couldn't even find it on I'm the going, lineup. I'm, I'm going to go with the Wolfpack. <laughs> I'm going to take the Wolfpack. You know, I, I've got to go with Miami. I was trying to look at stats and everything else. And, uh, man, NC State's quarterback leading them in rushing and passing, but he's got more interceptions than touchdowns. It's just not good. Yeah, I'm going That's Mi- not, Yeah, I'm going Miami. Miami. Miyamo. Miyamo. <laughs> oh, last night, out in the middle of the picks, after we left Cousin Johnny's house, uh, I looked at my son. Hey, I said, hey, te supa, you, su madre tell our big papi's coming home. He's hungry. And he was like, daddy, no, I'm not texting her. That. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> like, de- like dead serious. I was like, dude, I was just playing. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Don't talk about mama that way. Yeah, ba- basically. Yeah. Basically, he was like he wasn't having it. Yeah, he was not having it. Oregon State at Colorado. It's a ten o'clock kickoff, which is not big news for either team. I don't know, man. This is a tough one for me. I'm going Oregon State. I'm going Oregon State. I'm going to be on my island, and I'm going to say that somehow he gets them to beat. This is how he keeps climbing. This is how he keeps climbing. I know. I know. 
No, it's not really. I just think <laughs> if now if it was at Oregon State, we'd all be I'd be Oregon State. I think at home he's got that climate. That place is sold out. That's a, it's a night game. All them folks in the high, you know, high air, weeds free. <laughs> I mean, you can't, you can't, boys, you can't pick against that. Yeah, it's true. All right, so uh, back to the NFL. Hide your jewelry. Your yeah. Jewelry. Hide your jewelry. Falcons at home versus the Vikings, and the Falcons are three and a half point favorites. Ah, I'm taking the Falcons. Who's the quarterback at the Minnesota now? Uh, it was Kirk Cousins until he blew his his Achilles. They got a rookie quarterback starting this week. Who is it? I don't know. He's a dude I never even Just, heard of. You'd think you would have some kind of research in a, in it, a sports podcast. It's a dude that a I've dude. never even heard well, of. Damn, it's he's a, a dude. dude. He's a dude. Who <laughs> did? Well, even before you do that, I'll go. I'm, I'm taking the Falcons. They're playing at home. You got the you got the quarterback switch up going on. You got a guy that can get rid out. of the football. They're going to come out and play play a little bit better. All right, there's no t- – oh, shit. Jaron Hall, he's three for four with 23 yards. Yeah, I'm going Falcons. Rise up! We all going Falcons? Yep. yep. That means put your money on um, – Yep. Hey, what did, what did it say? Uh, let it, what is it? Uh, let it ride. Yeah, on let the, it ride on the, on on the, the Vikings. Vikings. For sure. Eagles at home versus them boys. Them, them double-deuce cowboys. I'm going <laughs> Eagles. I'm going Eagles because I just can't do it. I, I'm, I've been a big fan of the Eagles. I love watching them play, so I'm, I'm sticking with them on that. He's going Cowboys. Heater, de- never send him ever anything. I'm going with the Eagles. Okay, I can't. I thank can't, God. There's too many Georgia guys on that team. I can't do it. Last one, Bills at the Bengals. It's going to be a tough one. I'm going Bengals. Bengals is playing well right now. I'm going with them Them Tiger Stripes. I guess I'll be the one on the island Uh-oh. going with the Bills. Uh-oh. I am going to go with Buffalo. Oh, oh I'm not on, on the island. I'm on the island. Harlow's got two different guys. I mean, two different islands he's standing on. I may run away with this motherfucker this week. <laughs> this is a weekend and just all goes to shit. You notice that he I may have a 10 game lead after this. Game. He didn't say anything about us closing the gap on him. No. He went the other way like yeah, he did. Y'all bitches is about to be done. Both yeah. of you going to be fighting for that tuna shot. He said both of y'all are drinking it. He's about both to seal the deal that he ain't got to worry about it. Okay, so upsets. I'm going with somehow Dingle Dork at Texas A&M pulls one out of his ass, keeps his job, and beats Ole Miss. Ooh. Yeah. Ole Miss is only three-point favorite. And I, it's at Ole Miss. It's attractive. Well, I, mine is going to be Arizona over UCLA. I like that. I almost picked that. I, one. That was the more I read about it and looked up on it, the more I was like, you know, Arizona. They it they've been right there in some games. They they've, picked one too, dude. Yeah, and so I just I really think they'll be able to pull this one out. You know, I, I went with UCLA a couple of weeks back, and they came through for me on a pick. But unfortunately, boys, well, I have no he, loyalty to that side. That's of it. another one that shot his wad and went to the NFL and has never recovered. Uh-uh. So yeah, Arizona over UCLA for me. I'm going Jack State over South Carolina. I almost picked that one. Dude, I, I saw that I actually did. I almost did. But the, they're giving South Carolina way too much, way too many points. There's no way. 14 and a half right Not the now. way that they're playing. Oh, if you're a betting man, you take Jack State. Yeah, you take Jack State. You take State. the point, yeah. Yeah. Yep. 
So, okay, I didn't write them down because I was, I was busy over here, like, agreeing with y'all. All right, so <laughs> Cousin Johnny's going Arizona over who? UCLA. I like that pick. Yeah, it's not bad. I like it. I like it a lot. And then Brother Rob is going Jack State right across the day. Jacksonville State, not Jackson State. We're going to Jackson. Gun, let turn loose of my coat. We're going to Jackson. Goodbye, that's all she wrote. wrote. Jack State over the dude. They may run Beamer out. I'll tell you another extremely nice looking game, and I hope he does it. I'm not a big fan of his because he's a prick and he needs to shut up. Dude, they're only giving. No, no, no. I'm sorry. Clemson is favored by three and a half at home over Notre Dame. Uh-huh. What? Yes. Really? They were thinking, yeah. Dude, that's a game to take. Um, I did not see that. Yeah. yeah. Jackson, you said Jackson State over at South Carolina Cockers? Yeah, I'm taking that. <laughs> uh, but no, I see Notre Dame three points favorite on Clemson. Yeah, dude. Man. Dabo's one great decision away from not being on the hot seat. Yeah. 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 You're right. Yeah. And I'll tell you what he's got to do. He's got – he has got to dip in the portal. He's got to yeah. if he wants to keep his job. Yeah. There's nothing there. I think There's got nothing a, there. I it's dry up. I think you a lot of people that have tried not to get into that. And it's – unfortunately, that's the new beast of the – Sure. Of yeah. It. you got to be willing. Well, you can't be the one that doesn't because if you don't – Well, I think the way right you approach it, kind of like and, – and I know there's elite teams. Kind of like with Alabama with NIL deals. Yeah. And they, it's kind of like Georgia. You better do something for us before we even think about getting you any money. Yeah, but I think it's your elite teams, your your top ten teams in the nation. I'm sure Sarkeesian does it at Texas, and he said, once you tell me you're in the portal, there's no change in your mind. You have decided you're not you're not jiving with what we're putting down. So good luck. I yep. wish you all the luck. See you in the later. World. Yep. But you're not coming back. Yeah, I think that's the way you have to approach the portal. I think that if you if you catch wind, you you get a sniff of a kid that's squawking. not happy. You 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 go, you sit him down man to man, and you tell him straight up, look, man, either I think this would be the best move for you if you really want to get in some playing time, or you're gonna be that guy next year. Yep. Or if you change the way you approach practice, you could be that guy this season. Look at Spencer Radler. Look at look at that guy, man! Look at uh, who's our buddy that was at Georgia. He's played for like four different teams now. Dan- JT Daniels. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like the Braves when um, Sherholtz was there. You got pissed off. You're like, man, fuck, dude! They traded David Justice, and then crickets. Yeah, there's a reason they got rid of. Man, they got rid of fucking Andrew Jones. Crickets. Yeah. Yeah. He could read tea leaves. Yeah, he could. And I think a lot of these college coaches at these tier one schools are like, they see these. I got a kid that's hungrier right behind him yep. that's got more eligibility. Yep. Bye. And it's coachable. And he's right. Coachable. That's the biggest thing. Yeah. That's, Just that's be easy. coachable. Yeah. Just be able to take criticism. But they can't because they've been playing daddy ball so damn long, they've been blowing smoke up their ass. Or they go in and they win these little tournaments or play these other things that they do regardless of they the sport. They play down. And they play down. You can't you can't brag about it. You can't brag about it. Dude, the best thing I ever heard was the volleyball coach at Oglethorpe County, not university, said they had – he said, our region is weaker than Wellwater. He said, you know what we do? He said, I pick the last – 
10 teams in our um, classification and the one above us, and that's who I schedule. Because if I can if I can go 500 against them, we're going to state. He said, we're going to beat the brakes off of people in our region, but we're not looking at that. Yeah. I know uh, one of the best things I ever heard was, uh, I don't know if you guys know, I know Tim Rogers, both his boys played baseball yeah. for forever. Uh, I think Chaney played at Georgia for a while, but um, I remember him telling me, we we're talking about travel ball. Both these kids are great baseball players. And uh, he was talking about how he's like, because my son had just started playing travel baseball, and he goes, look, you're going to lose friends. You're going to have people who won't talk to you anymore. He said, you know, he's just kind of talking about how how things get, which he was completely right. And uh, he said one time he had somebody say, oh, yeah, like he had somebody offered for them to play on their – they had a really good travel ball team or whatever. And he's like, no, he goes – he goes – he said, you just think you're too, you, your kids are too good to play with us? And he goes, no. He said, this is what I think. I think if my kids are the best ones on the field, we're playing with the wrong people. Yep. And he said, and they won't push themselves. He That's said, exactly and, I, right. I, and I won't do that to them. So he he make them play, you That's know, what, play up or play a better talent. Is, you, like, you're only as good as who you play against. Kind of like the way we opened it. You have to find a motivation at some level. You know, the halftime speech Kirby – Kirby gave two years ago against Florida. I want you to eat. That kind of yeah. – well, that wasn't – I want you to eat was at practice. But the other one was, good job. Point to the scoreboard. Keep your fucking mouth shut. Yeah. Those kind of things. That's the kind of stuff you got to make those – you got to be able to make – because everybody knew. As soon as McConkey caught, caught that – Oh, you knew he was going to score. Dude, this game's over. Yeah. So – and, the and whole- then there's – now there's other games that you're like, like last year, Ohio State probably was hands down better team. Yep. But like I've said a hundred times, you can go back to every national championship game, and there's one game you should not have win. Yeah. The bounce off the helmet for Auburn, the the kick, kick six, six. that stars align. Yeah. But you got to be able to motivate those kids, man, and or young men, I guess, is the thing. And it's hard. And I like that analogy. If I'm the best person in the group, I'm in the wrong group. If I'm the smartest person in the room, I'm in the wrong room. Because you you're not challenging yourself. No, you're not at all. At all. And the hardest thing is like, and everybody's seen this little thing. Nobody keep your mouth shut. If there's an idiot in the room, they don't deserve to hear what you have to say. Mm-hmm. And it's so hard not to put somebody in their place, man. Man. Yeah, you know, because <laughs> there's a lot of t- there's a lot of time. Like I've got a classroom full of like my third class, my middle class, my sandwich class, my first great, last great, middle. I'd like to kick the shit out of them. But there's a couple of kids in there that I catch every day watching YouTube, and I'm like, dude, you got a 68. You don't think that I ain't gonna fail your ass with a 68? Because you ain't doing what you're supposed to, guess what? It's called tough love. Yeah. You're a freshman. You can recover. That's the biggest thing. Nobody understands the tough love. I think the hardest thing as a parent, and this happened this week, my son came home, did the right thing in his job. He's 18, handled it the way I would have handled it at 48. Um, But he was a little bit mouthy about, I'm going to do the, you know. Yeah. Cockstrong, and I just looked at him. And I was like, 
you may have picked the wrong career because if you can't take some 22-year-old punk talking to you that way in a grocery store, you're not going to be able to take that 45-year-old guy that's a journeyman welder. And you the new guy, this young guy. It's going to cut your fucking throat in the parking yeah, lot. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he broke down on me last night. He finally confessed. He come home. As on our way home, he said, I thought you was disappointed in me. I was like, I'll never be disappointed in you. I said, my, it was a teachable moment at the time. I said, I wanted to put it in perspective. If you can't take this, you you chose the wrong profession, brother. you're going to have some. I said, because, and I told him when we were growing up, I said, I've never been so, I've never been cussed so bad because I didn't know the difference between a fucking five sixteenths and a nine sixteenths, despite the fact that he said the one he wanted was on the left, it wasn't. I said, or I couldn't keep the fucking flashlight held right. I didn't know the difference between a Phillips head and a straight and a regular screwdriver. I couldn't read a fucking tape measure, even though he hadn't ever showed me. I said I was cussed so bad it was just noise. I said, and then I said, looking back, that's why I didn't do that to you. I said, but looking back. I can take somebody absolutely tell me I'm the worst motherfucker that's ever crossed the planet. And I said, and when they're done, I'm like, all right, how are we going to move forward? Yeah. 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 I said, it's almost like easy company. That guy never went into combat. He was the biggest prick in the army, but they'll tell you if we didn't go through basic with that dumbass, we'd all died. Yeah. Sure. Cause you they know? wouldn't be prepared. It's just that tough love that you keep you. And we go back and on our regular podcast, Hard times make great men. Great men make great times, and great times make weak men. Yep. Weak men make hard times, and it's a cycle, man. Yep. Unfortunately, it is. I'm off my soapbox now. I'm going to go get me a drink. <laughs> it sounds good. He fell off. Hey, everybody, just please remember uh, the website is no longer active, and if you want to, go ahead and continue to get those things that we were selling that we partnered up with on this podcast. You Not will... those that you strap on. Yes, exactly. We, we, we're we we not a website. That's, that's a whole different podcast. So. It takes more than eight double A's. <laughs> that damn thing's it got plugs a, in. It's got a to pull, the wall. It's got a pull start on it. <laughs> go to uh, our Amazon storefront. It's uh, you can go to our Instagram page, and the link is in the bio. And it, yeah, that's a good looking truck. Looks like my dad's truck. Um, Christmas is coming. I know everybody's got a big list, so go ahead and start knocking some of that list out today. So, gentlemen, I appreciate you. I hope you have an awesome weekend, and I hope I win seven games. I hope you do too, <laughs> because. But Arlo needs a drink, and I'm craving barbecue. Daddy for some needs. Reason. Oh well, hashtag uh, <laughs> eat barbecue for me, son. <laughs> yeah, I'll take care. See ya.